0: Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sarikolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Welcome to the podcast. And today I want to um, discuss, I want to talk, I want to share my heart. Uh, I do that on every single podcast. Um, this is one of the reasons I love to do this, uh, be, being able to communicate uh, my feelings, uh, but also... Uh, my ideas, my thoughts, my beliefs with uh, anyone that is willing to listen. Um, I do believe that it's a powerful tool uh, to share thoughts, particularly in this uh, time and age where there is a lot of discord online, where there is a lot of hate commentary, where there is a lot of divisive um speech where there is a lot of people uh, from all different angles, you know, sharing their lives, it it has become such a a really a difficult place to be. Uh, But there are things even in the midst of all this uh, online chaos uh, on this, so many voices uh, speaking um, their mind and really sharing how they feel about things without, you know, holding bars. uh, I feel that there is still uh, it's it's a place there's still hope. And there is still a it's good signs of, of life, of things to come, of better things. Uh, we all hope for the best. And we have to see at the bright side of things. Uh, it's easier to always see the wrong side of things. It's always easier to see the negatives. Uh, but it's better to concentrate on the positives. Even when the positives might not be as clear, um, I think hope is part of life. And it's one of the reasons why... Uh, we believe in heroes. We believe in stories of heroes, comics, video games, movies, because we always want for the underdog to win. We always want for those that stand against oppression, against uh, injustice, to to thrive. And I think that's the biggest thing. But yesterday, uh, we celebrated. Uh, what I could say, I wouldn't say celebrated, but we commemorate, uh, commemorated the. Uh, the this guy thinks the 18th anniversary of September 11, uh, not, you know, 2001. Uh, September 11, it's it's such a, I would say, a turning point for American history that we all, uh, those that you know, uh, you know, that we live here in the U.S., that it really changed our lives in, in so many different ways, uh, and it has affected not only our lives but it's it's affected everything we do, our hobbies. Are affected by it, um, and I want to talk about those things today because definitely September 11th it was not only a turning point for American history, for American politics, for American society, but also was an awakening uh, to see the world with different eyes for uh, the younger uh, for all you know but particularly for the young generation they have pretty much have been brought up after the fact of September 11. Uh, but also, it really changed the outcome and changed the view for us as Americans of the world. And the world also saw us in a different light. So it has not only affected America uh, as a whole, as a nation, but also has affected the world that we live in. And um, and it will have repercussions, uh, you know, pretty much for years, years to come, till the end of times. And I do feel that uh, I want to share that today. Uh, because, uh, you know, we have to honor the memory of those who perish on that, you know, you know really sad day for America. Uh, people that were un- unexpected, you know, they went to to, to you know, have a normal life on a normal day. And they didn't know that they will pretty much, you know, that they will die on that day. Uh, not only the people that were at the Twin Towers, the people that were at those planes that were hijacked. Uh, but a lot of people that they gave their lives in trying to save others, uh, firefighters, uh, police officers, and many people in New York City and uh, in, in also uh, in other parts. Uh, and the aftermath, of course, war, uh, the, uh, the Iraq war, uh, and then, of course, uh, Afghanistan, all of that, you know, it hasn't really affected us uh, all here in America, but also has affected a lot of people around the world. And we want to commemorate the memory. And this this is one of the reasons why you're always going to hear this commentary. Uh, Never forget. We shouldn't forget about what happened on September 11th. But also, we should be careful that it doesn't become uh, ammo for hate speech. Because that's something that you can see nowadays more and more. That people use that phrase just to... To showcase how bitter they are about this, what happened then. Yes, it was sad, and we should never forget what happened to that, and we should remember and we should honor the memories of those people that gave their lives unexpectedly, uh, but the people that did it uh, in, in the pretty much doing their work, trying to save others, but the people that also uh, serve in our in armed forces that they have given their lives throughout many years uh, in the different wars that we have to, uh, we have gone through as a nation, uh, pursuing the people, the perpetrators of this action, the masterminds of this action and the radical uh, mindset of of, of some religion, in this case the the Muslims I'm not talking about all Muslims because not all Muslims are at fault here and we have to be careful of that. Uh, We tend to blame people we tend to blame people rather than blaming ideologies ideologies are really the problem and not the people people are people and sometimes people can be misguided and the same happens here in america the same happens all around the world but we want to talk about it because it has really affected us uh, in big time you know in our hobbies and the world now we all remember uh, i think you know i remember when uh, september 11 happened i remember the day like it was yesterday Uh, was very young i was working for this uh, construction company i was a young foreman uh working in a construction site that was in my construction days very young before i started doing you know office work and all that kind of stuff and i remember the day like it was yesterday went to work and of course you know listened to the radio and it was just you know all of a sudden they start talking about it it was big news and i was working in this uh commercial site so there were many contractors many companies and every it was everybody was talking everybody was listening nobody did any work that day uh it was just like people were you know scratching their heads what really happened uh we left work very early uh everybody couldn't believe what was they were hearing all i was able to do we would listen to the radio i didn't watch any tv they they have no tv that was before you know we have cell phones like we do nowadays so you can watch videos and stuff we went i went home and the first thing i do turn on the tv everybody was watching tv watching the news you know everything it was just unbelievable it was uh you know it couldn't believe our eyes that what was really happening uh my wife she's from new york city so that really touched home for her uh because she has family there and you know she has friends there i do also have family there but some of my family they move a you know I was worried about some of my uh, cousins that they you know they live in Manhattan so it was it was definitely a scary time for all of us and um, we have friends from church at that time one of our friends um, um, her brother uh, work at the towers uh, he you know he has never been found um, that was a really a sad story for us you know as friends we have not, we know other people that they have family there. And friends. Uh, at that time, I was living here in South Carolina as well. I've been living here for many years, for 20 years now. Um, and um, it was unreal uh, working. I live in a, mi- a military town, so the members of the church, many of my close, really close friends that were in the Marine Corps, uh, because we are in a Marine Corps base. Area. Um, many of them, after what happened, of course, they will call. They went to Iraq. Many of them went to Afghanistan. My brother-in-law was, uh, you know, went that many tours. Uh, the years that came, you know, afterwards, uh, he went, of course, to Iraq, to Afghanistan. Uh, I was very young. Uh, the first impression, my idea, when that happens, I wanted to enlist in the military. I wanted to enlist uh, right away in the Marine Corps uh, uh, or even the Army. I, I didn't care. I just wanted to enlist. You know, I failed this sense of patriotism because of that. But uh, God, in many ways, led me in a different path. That that wasn't my war. That's what I, you know, God spoke to me through people, you know, because God uses people. And they told me that that was not my thing. So my life changed in a different turn. I went into a different career in my life. I went into ministry as well, serving people, you know, preaching, teaching, you know, with my wife, you know, being pastor, pastoring people, uh, the least of these um, and those were different times. I realized that, that you know, we all have been called to different things, and that was not my war at that time. Uh, it had a different spiritual war, and it's about ser- serving people and helping people, uh, particularly in a church that was full of migrants. Uh, people uh, was pastoring a church that was full of migrants. I don't care if they were legal or illegal. You know, nowadays, the expression, it's kind of like it's just to denigrate people. To me, they were just people and uh, people that they needed God like anybody else, and they needed love and hope. And uh, that's what we were there to provide, you know, the best way to possibly do it. And that's what my wife, we did. You know, my daughter was very small, but she was a baby. And, uh, but, you know, we enjoy the time. But definitely September 11 marks so much. I, I know I haven't been in New York City. I haven't been at the new memorial. Uh, I was there on the, like a year uh, after the events. I went to New York City. I, I pretty much so. you know, when there were, kind of building the stuff. They were cleaning. There was a lot of cleanup for for a long time. So I was there, you know, seeing the, you know, pretty much the the memorial when you see the names and scripted on these walls. Uh, it really is a sovereign uh, testament of what happened there. Uh, but also of the strength of this nation, uh, of America, uh, how we overcome. But also what happened on September 11th, Reminds us that we were not alone. I feel. I feel that for um, so long uh, prior to that, you know, there was this idea that we were untouchable, that nothing could change the world. You know, that nothing can change us. That we were we, can, we were able to overcome all these challenges. September 11 really showcase uh, show us that it wasn't the case. That the world wasn't as as you know, I would say that we were as protected that as we thought we were. And many things changed. You know, the politics changed in this country. Uh, you know, even going into a plane ticket became such a hassle. Just going to a plane was difficult. The immigration policy of this nation changed. All things have changed. The politics, a lot of things. Uh there's been a lot of changes throughout. Um Prior to that, I remember as a kid back in the 80s and the 90s, you know, the mindset was that the enemy that we had was Russia. Russia, the USSR back then, you know, China, North Korea. The movies were all about that. You know, they were all about that, you know, that Cold War. We, I grew up in the Cold War era. Uh, I was born and uh, I, I was born in the the year that the Vietnam War ended. So I don't have really recollections of that. My My, my parents do, but I don't. Uh, so I post uh you know Vietnam war I grew I grew up through the 80s um, I grew up in a Cold War era, you know, the Verling the Wolf uh, fell, you know, and all that stuff. Things like that happened between Russia, Gorbachev and uh, Ronald Reagan and all that stuff. So I grew up through all of that. You know, all I remember back as a kid is, you know, the Panama invasion of the Panama War. I remember the first Iraq War, all of those things. But always we had this impression that it was somewhere else, somewhere out there that, you know, we didn't have nothing to do with uh, until September 11, 2001 when war came to us the first invasion in the nation uh you know pearl harbor can be considered at some point but it's not because it was not uh you know part of this case of the the inland part of the united states this was it perpetrated this attack in the united states and and definitely changed the outcome changed the way we saw the world uh not only in politically or socially but also in the video game industry on the movies video game was kind of back in those days i remember in the in the 90s video games when you got the so you know no so games but some of those older games um that you used to have uh they were you always fighting you know you know, in this case, Nazis, or so you're fighting uh, uh, Russians, you know, USSR, communists, and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, now everything changed. And video games are just, uh, you know, directing towards that. That's the rise of Call of Duty and Battlefield. And particularly, you see in this wars that are happening in the Middle East. The Middle East, the Middle East. Movies were about the Middle East. Even the first Iron Man film. Uh, Change the the story into this happened in the Middle East, you know, terrorists, you know, you see that was the introduction of Iron Man. And so on and so on, and that same story kind of continue on Iron Man too. You know, the war, the pretty much the the arm war, and uh, you see all those effects happening and pushing that uh, during that time. Of course, comics. You know, there were a lot of comics. There was a lot of stories in comics. That, you know, that it, they, to celebrate America, to You know, in this case, commemorate the you know the, the sober story of September 11th, but also the heroes that gave their lives. So it changed the way we saw politics in this country. It changed the way that a lot of things happen and until this day we can see the repercussions of that but what happened then uh it really brought the world uh made the the world a lot smaller than we thought you know as a person i always thought the middle east is some place so far away from us but in that day it's like the middle east came to us and the suffering of the middle east and the the different difficulties of the middle east and the dissatisfaction of so many people that they were pretty much brainwashed but a lot of these groups to really become murderers, mass murderers uh, in that scale, uh, and to, because they have nothing else to, to fear or to give. Now, I'm not here to tell if America is wrong for a lot of the politics that we have done for years. Uh, history will prove itself at some point. You know, we have done great things as a nation. We also have done bad things as a nation. We have to take the good with the bad. We cannot simply just look at the good. You know, this exceptionalist idea that America is just one thing that we're just more powerful than anything else and we can overcome is also a, a way to be a bit uh, sometimes. And I'm going to say like this without being offensive, a bit racist to think that, you know, the, the people in the world cannot do with what they have with what the resources can pretty much mastermind things like this and they were able to do really great harm to not only the the people the thousands of people that lost their lives that day the thousands the millions and millions of dollars that were lost on that day and the subsequent years because of that but also in their psyche as a culture uh, we live in a culture that is more afraid now of Muslims, more afraid now of people of the Middle East, people of different ethnicities that are not their classical uh, American type, you know. Which in this case. Which is a lie, because America is full of people of different colors, It's always been. But the idea that, you know, Caucasians in America are the only thing. And I'm not here to attack the Caucasians, uh, because I have so many Caucasian friends. And uh, I love Caucasian people. I love every person. I don't have a problem with people. We all are different. We all have a history to tell. And we all, you know, there's poor and rich in both sides in all the different areas. But there was this idea of some groups that have utilized this for personal gain, to, you know, to create fear, and to create fear-mongering, to create more wars, and to bring more wars, and to put all that. Uh, uh, but you definitely, you have to always remember this. New York City, if you have never been in New York City, for those are listening, New York City, it's, um, it's, it's a city that is full of people from all over the world. It is, to me, the most beautiful city in the world. Yeah, there are other cities that can be considered beautiful, like London, uh, uh, Paris. There are beautiful cities around the world. But New York City is beautiful not because of the buildings, the skyscrapers and all those beautiful things that you might see or museums, historical sites like the Brooklyn Bridge and all that, the the Statue of Liberty. It is beautiful because it is the center of America. It is not only the capital of the world financially right next to London, but it is a center where the world comes together. Uh, People from the Middle East live there. The people from uh, Latin America live there, from the Caribbean islands, people from Africa, people from Europe. From Asia, All these people from all over the world, from all over the nation, they live in this place and they call it home. And in any given day, you can walk down the street in any busy avenue in New York City and you're going to hear all the languages of the world being spoken. And people don't have a problem with that. So what happened in September 11 was not necessarily an attack on America. Yes, it was uh, perpetrated in America and the ideals of America, but mostly it is an attack on, in that case, the ideals of America is attacked to that mindset. Mindset of freedom and liberty, where people can come together and live in harmony in a place, uh, and that's the idea. That's what ideologists don't accept. Some ideologists cannot accept the fact that people can coexist and live together and share common goals. And as human beings, regardless of how they believe things, regardless of how they share their faith, they have to express their faith, regardless of even even their gender, regardless of their financial status, people can come together, can come together and live in harmony. And that was an attack to that principle, Uh, because on that day, if you go through the list and you look at the list of people uh, on the the names of, you know, were lost on that day, you're going to see a long list of people. From all different ethnicities, people that share Hispanic last name, an African last name, Asian last name, people from all different races, cultures, backgrounds, people die on that day um, unexpectedly. And uh, we have to be careful the way we express things out. Now, in the aftermath of September 11, we have to remember what happened then. But we have to be careful not to fall prey for this mindset that people are taking uh, when it's come about. Oh, we we can never forget. In other words, they're saying we can never forgive. We have to learn to forgive. And we have to learn to accept. And we have to know that there is evil in the world and people have to pay for that evil. Whoever commits the evil has to pay the price. But not all people are the same. And not all Muslims are evil. And not all brown people are evil. And not every person is against America. There are people in other parts of the world that they they see America as a beacon of hope. And we have to remember that. What's happening right now with the, the the immigration policies and everything that is happening in this country is a reflection of that. It is in the aftermath of what happened on September 11. We're still in the aftermath. This idea that we have to protect our borders, that we have to protect our, our way of living, you know, and you know, I understand. You know, we all want the world to be a peaceful place, and we want America to be protected. We want to be protected and feel protected. But this idea of protection, it's it's vague in the sense that it's just a façade. What happens September 11 really shows that. no, no matter what we try to do, there's always someone that is going to find a way to, you know, in this case bring havoc. The same happened in, you know, in um in Texas with these mass shooters uh, the, the mass shooter in Texas recently You know, he brought, you know, havoc in that place And uh, but it doesn't mean that just because he represents a group of people Because he's white, means that all white people are evil, are bad That's not the case It doesn't mean that all gun owners are evil, or bad So we have to know that there is there In every group, there's people that are are good And there are people that are bad And there are people that need help uh, so we cannot all put in the same level and say, well, all Republicans are bad, and all Republicans are good or, are good, or can I say that all Democrats are bad and all Democrats are good. We are all different, and we have different ways. We have a different approach, but at the end of the day, we're all citizens. We're looking for the same thing. Recently, there was in a something that very, uh, and I probably have the notes for you. There was a minister. Now uh, there was a you know with the Hurricane Dorian, uh, President uh, Trump. He. Uh, as usual, he goes into this Twitter, Twitter rampage and he attacked a, uh, in this case, a person from the news, but he tagged the wrong person. In this case, he tagged a minister, a pastor from a Southern Baptist uh, church in Kentucky. Uh, it was kind of like a joke. He took it like a joke. You have to think about this. The Southern Baptist uh, churches have been very supportive of Trump. They're conservative in their values. But when he attacked him, this person was attacked by many people at the same time, not knowing that actually they were attacking the wrong person. So he created an open letter, to the, uh, in this case to the president, where he comment. you know, in this case he was very respectful. He did it in a respectful manner. Uh, he didn't attack the president personally, but he set the record straight in the sense of, His image as the President of the United States And the position that he has to take To respect others and to showcase You know what it is He said the only heavyweight in this world is God You know we are lightweights And um, it was such a respectful. Not only that because he used that But he used uh, Abraham Lincoln quotations Quotes uh, In order to um, To really set that record straight And he was a magnificent letter And uh, of course some people hated him because of that but some people support him, and not only that, a lot of people turn around and say, you know, you go to his Facebook page and even Twitter saying that they admire him for doing that because they say, Well, you know, I have this image of Christians being like this or a wrong image of Christians, and but you showcasing the other side. And I think we have to all find common ground. As a Christian, I get offended, you know, as a Christian, when people put all the Christians on the same tone. Say, Well, Christians are like this, Christians are like that because you know they support Trump. I don't support Trump. I didn't vote for Trump, and I'm a Christian. I'm a conservative I have conservative values, but also I see things with liberal views, you know. To me, as a Christian, as a born-again believer, you know, I'm not uh, for bullying online. I don't believe in bullying people. I don't believe that it's necessary. I do believe that at the end of the day, we had to walk the higher road and let the, you know, in this case, the actions speak for themselves, you know? And I feel that the president spent so much time pretty much going online, going on Twitter, on this this pretty much hateful speech, sometimes late at night, when to me it's like the world is going to turn around. They're not going to accept you. If they don't accept you, you just accept it for what it is. It is. and move on. Just do your job. You are the president. Just let it go. I'm not here to disrespect the president. He's still the president of the United States until the last day, and he will be the president until someone else is elected. So we have to respect him, whether we agree with him or not. And I disagree with him in so many different levels, but we have to do it respectfully. And I do believe that we live in a time that we have to know that, you know, and this minister will say it, you know, I'm pretty much, we are bystanders. There's a lot of people that suffer the consequences of the situation. A lot of people went on September 11th to work. They were bystanders. There were people that they were just not there. They're not hating on Muslims. They're not hating on the Middle East, but they were attacked. And they suffer the consequences of many things that happened. And uh, some things that go back all the way to history, uh, where America hasn't been as, I would say, forthcoming and all not supportive of the Middle East. And there's this hate idea of America. Uh, you know. And so there's a lot of things that we can discuss. And I'm not here to discuss American politics and American history. That's not the point. I do see that it has all of this, September 11th, is always going to be marked, and it has marked not only the industries that we love, the hobbies that we love, with the statues that we love, action figures commemorate the event, comic book stories, movies, uh, all of that. But it really has left uh, you know, indelible mark in our lives. And we have to remember, but we also have to learn to forgive uh, people and love people regardless. Uh, I do believe that forgiveness, love, is the at the end is the last resource, and is the only one that will overcome war and fear. So I want to say. Thank you for to anyone that has been listening to the podcast. Everyone that is watching the podcast. My prayers are with the families of our friends and people that I don't know. Maybe you lost someone. Maybe a family member. Maybe really touch home. Maybe you've been at war. Maybe you have been uh, in that side of the world that I haven't been and you have seen pain and struggles. And probably you're still dealing with the PTSD. Perhaps uh, we have experiences that are here at home with our families, people that have been there. um, so I want to tell you that God is there for you uh, and um, that we love you. And we have thank you for your sacrifices. Uh, we're grateful for that. And we're grateful for the families that sacrifice a lot and the military, firefighters and people that every day in any given moment are ready to to do the right thing and even put their lives on the line for others. That's the spirit of America. And that's what we should honor every single day. So once again, my friends, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You're doing on YouTube. And have a blessed one, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.